0: Welcome back to the 20 something experience podcast today we are only half a heart by one direction because our other halves are missing Lexi and Gabby took the week off so it's just me and Carolyn what's up
1: hey <laughs> I'm excited for this one I wish Gabby and Lexi were here but we'll hold down the fort
0: yes Okay, so what's been going on? Anything interesting since last week?
1: Not really. I might have to get my wisdom teeth out, so that's been
0: a shift. You still have your wisdom teeth? Yeah, I do. They're growing, like,
1: sideways, so it's, like, bound to happen. But wow, that's crazy. Well, I know, but my dentist put me on a soft foods-only diet, so for the past, like, week and a half, I've really just been eating soup. <laughs> now that I'm complaining, actually- I, I love soup. But I'm just, like, really craving a sandwich or, like, a taco.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually really hard. Because it's, like, when you can't have it, that's when you want it the most. I
1: know. And my mom just bought me a giant box of fruit snacks, and I can't even eat them. It's so sad. Okay, that actually sucks. That's really sad. Yeah, I know. But we'll see. Maybe I'll miss next week because I'll be getting my wisdom teeth out. We don't know yet. Oh, is it next week? I don't know. We're going to meet... My oral surgeon soon, I think. My mom still has to make the appointment, but for all I know, it could be a very quick thing (laughs) and I'll just be out.
0: Yeah, no, I, when I was, when I got mine out like a couple years ago, I was out for like four days and then fifth day I went to a party and it was lit, so I think you'll be fine. (laughs) Okay, cool.
1: I was actually supposed to get them out last year, but then I injured my leg, so they were like, well, we're not gonna do like back-to-back surgery on you. You're still like hopped up on antibiotics from your knee surgery. I was like, yeah, it's probably better. And then the pain went away, but now it's back.
0: Oh wow, that's crazy. Mine never hurt, but that's enough about teeth. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What have I been up to? Um. Oh, okay. Today was my first day working from home again for my internship. I was in the city for like the past two months commuting and I literally got on the phone with my manager and I was like, if you need me in the city, like I'm ready to go back. It felt so weird being home today. Like it felt like I was back in quarantine and I was like having like a low key mental breakdown, like all day long. Like my work was fine. I had something fun to do, but it just felt weird being home all day.
1: I was just talking to my mom about this. I love working from home.
0: No, I do too. Like 100%. I don't think it's the working from home that I like don't like it's like the human interaction that I miss because oh, I like yes, work yeah. I had like one co-worker at my office that I like worked with all day long every day obviously mm-hmm. and that was fun and I definitely think like I could never do like a fully in-person job like I also thrive being at home like I had a great time during quarantine not leaving my house but I think what I really need is like a blend of work from home and in person like whenever that's possible enough. I hope that like jobs will be more lenient about doing more days at home because I think it's important
1: I think I will i think we're gonna enter a whole new landscape of going to work and having a job yeah Post- exactly COVID. we'll see
0: what happens yes. hopefully we'll all have jobs yeah anyway so let's get into it oh i did want to say before we start that if this is going to be obviously the taylor stands are here so the yes. first half of the episode is going to be just like regular pop culture news not much going on because we just recorded it like a few days ago honestly but just a couple things we wanted to update you guys on and then the rest of the episode is going to be about Taylor and we're going to do our evermore episode because we never got to it before just because I was just never mentally ready but now's the time
1: (laughs) oh my god even months after it's released it's so hard to rank them
0: no like I just like I couldn't do it like I kept pushing back the episode recording because I just wasn't ready and you know now's the time now we're here Get ready. Okay, so I'm going to jump to it real quick. I'm going to talk about the Bachelor tell-all, a little Bachelor tell-all, about the women tell-all from The Bachelor. I'm going to go through it quickly because Carolyn doesn't watch, so it's not that important. Honestly, it was so boring. Like, I wish I didn't watch. It was so pointless. So I want to start off by talking about how basically the girls all hate Katie because she basically tattled on all of them to Matt that they were all being dramatic and toxic in the house because they honestly were. Like, looking back at it, those girls were mean. (laughs) And making Heather cry and just, like, being mean to each other, it was, like, honestly crazy. And, like, I feel like there's ever been a season like that before. But... The internet and Twitter are obsessed with Katie. Like I look during the commercial breaks, I go on Twitter and see what people are saying and everyone is obsessed with Katie and I don't think it's crazy. Like I see, I guess, why people are, but like I personally am not and I just feel like a bit annoyed by her and I feel like if she does get like the Bachelorette edit and does become the Bachelorette, I'm probably not going to watch because I'm honestly just like not really interested in her. I think the only way that I'll watch is if Abigail is The Bachelorette, but I think that Abigail is too pure to be The Bachelorette because the, and the whole like thing is just toxic. Wouldn't you agree? Like It's just getting worse and worse.
1: I mean, I've only seen some things, but they honestly haven't been that good. I feel like this season just isn't what people expected it to be. I think people had really high hopes for Matt James and that his girls were going to be really good because it was going to be a breath of fresh air, and then doesn't seem like it is.
0: No, exactly. Like, I think, like, we were all so excited at the beginning of the season, like, oh, greatest season ever. And then it's like, no, like, the season is toxic. And, like, the amount of stuff that has come out even after, like, outside of the season, like, it's just all been pretty toxic.
1: Everything behind the
0: scenes is a lot. I feel like this show is, like, counting down its days, except Bachelor in Paradise is lit, so I still hope that happens because that's always the most fun. And then let's see what else happened. Basically, Brittany talked about being called an escort on national television, which is like basically traumatizing. And she just obviously went over the fact about like how upset she was and like how much it affected her. And obviously, I'm sure that like affects her mental health a lot because it's like you're on TV, you go on TV and you're like no one, just like a normal girl. And then someone calls you like an escort on TV, like, like nobody else knows anything else about you. And like she said, like how when you Google her name, everything that comes up is about her like... Being an escort, obviously she was not, but, like, that kind of, like, ruined your reputation a little bit, That's which so really bad. sucks. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't imagine, who like, I'm sure it just, like, so the girl, Anna, called her that. No, okay, here's what happened. She said that, basically, you know when all the girls got announced who was going to be on the season, Anna and Brittany were both on there. They're both from Chicago. And according to Anna, Chicago is a small town, even though it is the third largest city in the U.S. And Twitter was going wild over her saying that. But Anna said that there was like ex boyfriends of Britney and people that they just like mutually knew or something who were like email who were like saying stuff about Britney like oh she's like an escort or whatever and like obviously like those were probably not true. And if your ex boyfriend is saying something about you, like it's definitely not going to be true. How do
1: these producers keep finding? Women that
0: already know each other before they go on the show. Especially in Chicago. Yeah, I don't even think they personally knew each other, but I think, like, it's like once people saw that they were both going to be on the season, they were, like, reaching out to Anna and just saying, like, oh, like, blah, 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 just to me. I don't know. So it ended weird. up being, like, it backfired for both of them, clearly, because, like, Brittany had to deal with all of that, and now Anna's, like, the asshole. So, I mean, she apologized to her, but, like, it really sucks for Brittany. And I, she accepted her apology. She was, like, really classy on the on the episode and i just hope that she gets past that because i can imagine like that's very like traumatizing yeah
1: it and not okay fun.
0: here's something else weird that happened on the show basically they had they showed us during the women's hill all because there was literally nothing going on three extra date episodes or not episodes just dates that were not aired for some reason because the whole season was focused on the drama. I guess they didn't have time. They had to cut out the actual dates that they were going on, uh-huh. which I thought was dumb because it's like, if you weren't going to show us before, like, why show us now? Like, should have just put it in the season, like, how they're normally supposed to be. And I don't get – like, I definitely think it was cut out because of the drama because Chris said that this had never been done before. So it's like, why are we starting now? Like, why are you not showing us things? Like, this is why nobody sees a connection with Matt and any of the girls because you didn't show us these dates. You saw You showed the drama that, like, was so annoying
1: literally why are they choosing to air all the drama people want to go back to the old format of watching someone fall in love and they're like yeah exactly for real only the drama
0: no that's all we got this season like Like, you're actually lucky you watch because it was all drama and like i was like on twitter half of and tiktok half of these episodes because they were just so annoying to watch and then i guess i it's a good
1: season to dip
0: no literally i dipped dipped
1: with claire too but
0: oh same, same i couldn't stand it anymore and then mm-hmm. in the hot seat was Katie, Abigail, and Piper. So those three possibly have a chance of being the bachelorette. I feel like they were all, like, didn't really have much to say. And I feel like, I don't know who's going to be the next bachelorette. I really would like it to be Abigail because I like her. But as I said, the show is kind of toxic that I don't want it to, like, ruin her.
1: Didn't they used to always announce it an on the women tell-all or the men tell-all?
0: I believe so, but I think things are weird right now with everything going on that they don't know what the heck they're going to do. Okay, so true. we'll see. there. And then we'll get on to Victoria, who was like the villain of the season. I feel like they didn't really, they kind of brushed by her. And like, I feel like a lot of the girls are like friends with her. And so, like, no one really came at her. And also, I wanted to mention that I believe that the Women Tell All was filmed before that video came out of Matt's friend calling her fat. And I really would have been interested to see the Women's Hill All films after that and seeing, like, what the reactions would have been because I just feel like that would... Like, obviously, that made, like, Matt look like... Even though he didn't say it, he still laughed at it and it made him look, like, in such a bad light, you know, like, making fun of her.
1: Yeah, that video is so bad. Oh, gross. Literally. Yeah.
0: Sorry. And... Then last thing, which is so weird. So obviously Heather was in this season for like an episode and a half, sort of. And the girls literally bullied her out of the house because they were so mean to her. And she was at the women's all last night, but they like completely cut her out of the episode. Like you didn't see her from the front. You could only see her in some clips. She was in the back because obviously like she has long blonde hair. She's recognizable because no one else on the season had long blonde long blonde straight hair Mm -hmm. so you could tell she was there but they completely cut her out no one mentioned that she was there she didn't post that she was there which I thought was very 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 weird and it's just like why invite her and then just cut her out like I'm sure they must have filmed something with her maybe like the girls apologizing for the bullying or something but they didn't and I guess just to finish this off is just how like this season was just very very mean and that wasn't really like talked about at all which was weird but As I said, nothing really happened, and let's move on to the Golden Globes. Did you want to talk about the awards? I didn't watch the show, so I didn't really care.
1: I didn't watch the show either, but for having it be like an online home thing, people showed up with the fashion. Uh Uh-huh. Like, showed up. Who was your
0: best dressed? Okay.
1: My best dress was Anya Taylor-Joy, hands down. I loved her green outfit with the cape. It was like low-cut, sparkly. Everything. She wore Dior. Yes, it was Dior. It was everything to me. She looks stunning. And she won. I did know No, she I know won. when I
0: saw Queen did win. And her something. yes her go means. off. Her hair looks so good, nice. like so blonde and so long. Shine recognizable every... blonde yes. long hair. Beautiful. She was I favorite. loved it. What about you? She's stunning. I can't pick a favorite like I if you guys saw if you go to our Instagram at the 20 something experience I did the post on our best dress Pretendably, like it was all of us it was just me <laughs> and I loved all those 10 photos and I can't really pick like I think definitely Anya and Elle and Amanda Seyfried they were all so good Elle wore Gucci Amanda wore Oscar de la Renta they all were definitely my top mm-hmm. uh who else did you like
1: I really liked Angela Bassett's purple with the fur <sighs> Yes, so good. It was, so, it was like unexpected that I would like it, but I love it. I kind of want to buy
0: it if I had thousands of dollars to spend. Yeah, I'm sure. I wonder if probably custom, right? I don't know actually. It might not for be. sure custom. But the color is gorgeous. I feel like nobody really wears that deep of a purple anymore. Bring I agree. Back. Nobody does, and it looks bring so good on her. You you got to bring it back. You got to borrow it I'm from bring her. Bring back
1: the full like believer era when everyone wore purple.
0: <laughs> Stop. Like my world 2.0. great <laughs> concert. <laughs>
1: But I also like Sydney Sweetie's
0: gown, and her photos were gorgeous. I just think she's the most stunning Stunning. girl ever. Stunning. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh my, I completely agree. Like, I am obsessed with her. Obviously, like, ever since Euphoria, like, she, like, blew up and she was in the MGK movie, everything about her. I'm like obsessed. Like I think she is so hot. She has like the hottest body. She's so yeah. beautiful. She's smart. She's educated. She went to college. She's doing all these like upcoming things. I'm so excited to see like where her career goes because I am like such a Sydney stan. Isn't
1: she only like 22 or something?
0: She's young. Don't, don't she hurt 22? me because yeah, I she's around our age. So yeah, 22, oh. 23, something like that. Cause she did graduate from college, so she has to be like at least definitely at least twenty two slash twenty three. That's what I thought. That makes me sad.
1: She's like really doing it yeah, all. And- it hurts.
0: No, so, I, I I could <laughs> get in a whole rant about this about like how I just feel like such a loser, but I won't because I got to appreciate myself. Not a loser.
1: Not a loser.
0: (laughs) And then just some of two of my other favorites. I love Lily Collins' whole look. She wore YSL and Cartier. I thought she looked so pretty. Also, Emily in Paris didn't win because the world would have blown up if it did.
1: I can't believe it was still (laughs) nominated. I...
0: Hate that. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last one that I love that was a different look was um, Susan Kelechi Watson in – I don't know how to say this designer. I'm pretty sure it's George's Hobika, but her dress was really pretty. It was, like, fringe and sparkly. And, yeah, if you want to see all the pics of our best dressed, you can go to our Instagram and give it a like.
1: I want to be styled for a red carpet so badly. So badly.
0: Same. I miss red carpets. Like, even though like, – I'm glad everyone still, like, showed up and showed out – But, like, I can't wait till, like, real red carpets are a thing again because they're, like, they're my favorite. They're better than the awards sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. All the time. (laughs) Anything else you want to talk about the Golden Globes?
1: I hope I win one one year. (laughs)
0: That would be great. (laughs) Yes. We'll be rooting for you. Perfect.
1: The movie that you and Gabby are going to star in is going to win.
0: Yeah. No, I seriously, like, my dream. I think I'm, okay, I'm going to say my dream on this show, but now, if I feel like if I say it, it won't happen. No, manifestation. You're
1: going to say it out loud.
0: Yeah. I've, would love to like be an actress one day even if it happens like when i become older i feel like there's a lot of actors who like pop off when they're like in their 30s and 40s mm-hmm. like i would love to like be and like i think i i don't know i feel like i don't know if i'd want to do a movie or a tv show but i feel like movies i would prefer but i'll take anything that comes at me if you want if what? you need to be cast if you need casting just What's cast your me role do you have one i don't think i have one i really well Okay, this is. Would you want to play character (laughs) like you or someone
1: like totally opposite?
0: I think totally opposite because I feel like I don't know. I yeah, that's the thing about being an actor is like you get to be a million different people, and I definitely would love to just be somebody totally not like myself, just to like experience it for a little while, you know? Experience. Being an actor would be fun, <laughs> okay, but I don't so,
1: think I'm talented to be an actor, so I'll stick to the writing end. See,
0: I don't know if I am because I've never tried. So, like, I would love to at least try one time. Like, if you any students that need like student film people, you should go on backstage. <laughs> I get
1: the email notifications all the time. There's so many. You have to have Zoom an films.
0: account. It's so expensive. Oh. You have to like. My Yeah, like, you can look at the things for free. But you have to pay like to actually, I'm not sure how it works. I haven't looked at it completely, but I know like to be able to apply, sometimes you, I think you have to have an account, which is like 100 or $200 a year.
1: Oh my God. I did not know that. I should check if I'm... Yeah. Accidentally paying for this service. No, I
0: think it's free to have an account, okay. but to be able to do things, I believe you have to pay. I'm not 100% sure okay. though, and I just don't have the funds to pay for it right okay, now. Anyway, on. moving on from my actor and uh, <laughs> uh, Carolyn's like directing dreams or screenwriting dreams, Hilaria or hillary Baldwin <laughs> and Alec Baldwin announced their sixth baby, Six which babies. was just a few months after their fifth baby. and. Her name is Lucia.
1: I feel like we're just going to be reporting on pregnancy or baby news like every single week, but I'm here for it.
0: No, it's not an episode so of the 20-something experience unless we're announcing someone's baby.
1: <laughs> Literally, though. That's our staple. Um, But I'm going to say I do love the name. I love it.
0: Oh, yeah, same. I think it's it's just like a classic it's so name. so and
1: I think it fits like a baby. Like you look at a baby and you're like, wow, like this name fits you. Yeah. But then it's totally going to fit. When she's
0: older, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I used to babysit a li- really cute little girl named Lucia, and she was just the cutest. So I'm sure this baby's gonna be super cute. Um, I'm weird, but I'm biased towards girl babies. Sorry, boy <laughs> Wait, babies. Is it
1: like Lucia
0: <laughs> or like Lucia, like Lucia. Oh, that's Lucia? No, I'm not sure about because like, well, I don't know because it's t- like here's the thing: all of Hilary Hilara, whatever her name is, you know, the Baldwin's babies, they're all have they all have spanish themed names so like in spanish i would say lucia so basically lucia like same thing in english so i'm pretty sure that's how probably they're pronouncing it since like the whole you know spanish controversy we're not really sure but i think it's interesting that she kept going with the spanish tradition even though it kind of came out that she's obviously not really spanish uh but i think it would have been weird if she hadn't because all of her children have spanish names and then it would have been like an American name just would not fit at all, you know?
1: I think the name that they chose is beautiful.
0: Yeah, they all have really cute names. I know there's, like, a Carmen, which is my mom's name, and a few other cute Spanish names, so, yeah.
1: So cute. I, like, I think I said this last episode, I just love knowing when people name their kids. Just so curious. Yeah, I
0: think it's very interesting. I think my favorite name so far that, like, of all the babies that have come out within, like, the past year is... Uh, Emma Roberts Road is such a cute name, yeah, cute. and then I like Morgan's Roe, which they're both ours. I feel like our names are so rare too.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. I don't really know a lot of people with an R first name. Like, I don't think
0: I could name anybody. Hmm. Yeah, never thought about that. But anyway, congratulations, because baby news is always good news, yeah. and we have a little bit of more good news that we are updating you guys from last week's episode. Is that Lady Gaga was finally reunited with her dogs over the weekend. And her dog walker, Ryan Fisher, is in recovery, which is great. So we're hoping the best for him. Uh, We both had said this, is that, like, we're happy that the dogs are good and that Ryan is doing well. But I think that we're both, like, he's physically doing better. But I really think that, like, mentally we're both hoping that he's doing good. Because I think being shot four times is extremely traumatizing. And I'm sure it's going to be a lot of work to get better in mentally and physically. I
1: cannot imagine what he must be going through. Obviously, like, his body is Not just at all. totally messed up
0: from being shot
1: four times. But really, the, like, mental repercussions of that whole trauma is going to stick with him for so long.
0: Yeah, and I feel like no one's talking about it. Like, everyone's happy that the yeah, dog it every- and everyone's happy that he's in recovery. But, like, I really – I don't know why I was thinking about this, like, a few days ago. I was just, like – Mentally, like, is he going to be okay? Like, I think he's probably going to take a... Hopefully he is and, like, it it goes away. Mm -hmm. But I think he might probably need, like, a lot of work to get better because that is really, really just so scary. I can't even imagine. And he shared a really, like, touching post on his Instagram, which was really cute if you guys want to go read that. Uh, But he basically was saying how he was, like, laying on the ground, like, screaming in pain, obviously, from being shot. And, like, there was blood, like, pooling around him. But the third dog that didn't get taken... I think it was Asia, like, came to him and, like, tried to comfort him, obviously, like, dogs do. And it was so cute and just, like, really emotional. And, yeah, I'm really glad that, like, this is, like, going in a positive way, but hopefully, like, everything will be fully okay one day. Yeah,
1: wishing him a very speedy, speedy
0: recovery. Yes, in all aspects. And now time for our last story and our Taylor Swift takeover, as we said. So there were many celebrities supporting taylor swift after she called out ginny and georgia the show on netflix for their sexist joke i'm actually going to pull up the article it's from billboard and see like who was supporting her so i know that let's see
1: so for those of you that this don't know ginny and georgia it's this new show on netflix it's about this single mother who moves with her daughter and her son to this small new england town and i know it sounds like gilmore girls but it's not gilmore girls It. There's, like, a bunch of twists to it. It's, like, a little bit...
0: It is not not Gilmore Gilmore Girls.
1: There's twists to it. It's darker. They definitely focus on more, like, heavier topics than Gilmore Girls portrayed, obviously, given the times and everything. But it's definitely not Gilmore Girls. I did watch the whole show. I missed the line that we are going to talk about. I must have blacked out. Because I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, what the heck? Like, this was in the show that I just
0: watched? I believe it was at the end of the show but i'm not yeah it must have been sure. at the end because i think i kind of checked out <laughs> but so i guess i'll read the tweet she basically said hey jenny in georgia 2010 called and it wants its lazy deeply sexist joke back joke back how about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horseshit as funny also at netflix after miss americana this outfit doesn't look cute on you heartbroken emoji happy women's history month i guess and the line was basically, I can't see it here, but let me pull it up. So they said, they said um, the
1: you go, you go through men faster than Taylor Swift, that was yes, the line. which
0: is obviously a joke that was obviously like, she was the butt of the joke for so many years, but let's see. So Joe Alwyn actually liked the tweet showing his support. He hasn't liked a tweet in over a year. That's our yes, man. And Joe. Jamila Jamil quote to you today. And she said, love abby wambach she said and she said she said it with the clapping emojis and ash music who i don't know she replied and said fuck yeah she sings
1: moral of the story yeah
0: yeah so people are supporting her but there is a lot of mixed opinions on this how do you feel about it
1: i actually have a lot to say about this i'm so go off she stood up for herself like, so proud, because she's been the butt of the same joke for so many years, and the fact that we're in Agreed. 2021, and she's still being slut-shamed is absolutely ridiculous. Like, so Completely ridiculous. agree. Could
0: not agree more. And yes,
1: like, people are saying, oh, she's overreacting, because, like, yes, it is just a TV show, and it's supposed to be a joke, and in the context of the scene, it's more talk, more about taking a jab at the fictional mother... But it's a tasteless joke, Mm -hmm. and if they wanted to make some type of reference, they definitely could have made it without bringing Taylor into the mix. But honestly, it shouldn't have been made at all because we shouldn't be shaming women for their dating history and then, like, coming back at them and being like, oh, you're playing the victim when they rightfully fight back.
0: Like we, like exactly, I, don't I understand. completely agree. Yeah, because like honestly, yeah, it is a joke, and it's but it's something that like it's not a it's not a joke that's funny. Yeah. Like I don't think it was ever funny, no. and it's just like this double standard that like if a guy was getting a ton of girls, he would be quote unquote the man. Yeah. But since it was Taylor and she's a woman, everyone tried to make her feel like she was a whore. And I like understand why she's upset because after so many years of being criticized for this double standard, it obviously just gets old and annoying. She, and I thought that bringing Miss Americano into it was a bit weird, yeah. but that's not the point of it. I, and I'm sure she's done with Netflix forever after this.
1: I think her bringing it into it was a little bit weird, but I get what she was trying to do because they really did produce yeah. the whole documentary documentary about how the media mistreated her and like more of her side of why she went away because of all this scrutiny and false yeah. accusations and stuff against her. And then they turn around and produce this show that out, like, just outwardly slut-shames her again.
0: Made her the butt of the joke at the end, And granted, like, media
1: doesn't have to be positive about Taylor in every aspect, but I think she was more trying to make the point of, like, well, you aired this about me and you agreed with me because you agreed to produce this and now you're saying this about me. It was kind of... Like hypocritical.
0: No, yeah, that actually, when you bring it up like that, that does make sense, like, with the context of what the uh, documentary was about. And it does really suck, because it's like, no one was saying this about, like, George Clooney, or, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, or, like, half of the athletes on, like, the f- these football yeah. teams and, like, these basketball teams that go through women and, like, it's literally air. She literally
1: hasn't even dated that many
0: people. And she's, first of all, she's been in a relationship for, like, over three yeah. years. I think we can let the joke go. Like, she's obviously not going through men like she used to. And who cares if she was? Yeah, like, she, like, literally like, it doesn't matter. Like,
1: through men. She just dated, like, a normal person in their 20s trying to find somebody just because she's in the public eye doesn't give people the right to, like, call her at, call... Not even call her actually and do anything wrong, but, like, call her names and slut-shame her and tell her all these things. Exactly. So s- still talking about the situation, I feel like it has kind of escalated to the point of being more controversial than how it started. Because, like, again, mm-hmm. I think Taylor has every single right to stand up for herself, and I'm, again, really proud of her that she did. Unfortunately, not because of Taylor's... Heat. well maybe but it wasn't intentional or anything people are sending hate at the actor of the show who said the line Antonia oh yeah. Gentry. and people are flooding her comments saying like respect Taylor Swift it was trending on Twitter but some people are saying really racist stuff to her in the comments and that is
0: not okay like at all I heard yeah and that's leading back to people like other people going against and like saying like I think the hashtag Taylor Swift is over party was trending again or mm-hmm. something like that and it's like it's all being in into something really negative I think like we're like I think we really need to stop like people need to learn to like if someone says something speaking out against something else we don't need to send a shit ton of hate towards them like that's not the reason you yeah. know that's not what was gonna solve the issue and especially when it's like the actor like go over whoever wrote the script i mean not like don't go bully them that's not right but like the actor has nothing to do with it like it's it was a show that like she was acting in it she was getting paid and she was gonna get employee of the month it's
1: also her first (laughs) big show like this is the first time she's been a star of a show it's her first like really big break even if even if it wasn't her first big breaks a lot of people aren't comfortable telling their boss I don't like this. I'm not comfortable saying this. Because there's always that feeling of like, oh,
0: I'm going to be fired. I'm going to be shamed from the show, blah, blah, blah. You kind of just go along with it. it especially when you're a woman. Yeah. It, when you're like a starting out actress in Hollywood and this is like going to be your first big thing, you're not going to speak out like it's not like she's like a really well-renowned actress like Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep can say I'm not saying this, but a new actress on the scene who's trying to get her like foot in the door. She's not going to go against her boss. So it's not her. It's whoever wrote the show. It's, yeah, but it's, it's, still, like, it's still like you even if they did write that it's still they, sh- they shouldn't be attacked for it by anybody, especially like the it's not even it's like the crazy fans who are just it's like
1: unfortunate that like Antonia is getting the hate back because just for saying this fictional line, yes, it was a tasteless joke, yes, and everything, but it's also not her words. Like, she didn't say that. She didn't yeah, write Yeah, those are that. not her opinions. Like, uh, she She's acting. That's her job. Her and be like a full-on stan, but she still has to say the line that she was given. It's still her job to say that line. The person who should be getting criticized for the tasteless line is the writers, the two writers, because it was clearly deliberately put yeah. into the script um don't again. don't think you should be sending anyone hate comments but there's definitely like people you should talk to about terrible lines like this and it all falls back on the two writers
0: yeah because i'm sure like all the people sending taylor hate like saying oh she's being a baby like get over it it's like no like that's kind of the point of why she's speaking out is because people for years have been telling her to get over things and it's like she is if something upsets you you should be allowed to talk about it
1: exactly yeah but
0: apparently,
1: the two writers—they're now private on Instagram. They used to be public, and
0: hope oh, they're ready. They aren't ready for the heat. that they they're deserve apparently
1: it. blocking fans that are like DMing them. I don't know what the fans are DMing them. They might have a right to be blocked, but the fact that you're now private—am sure some crazy stuff. Blocking people that are calling you out on your bullshit seems a bit problematic to me. But there also are, like, other problematic problematic stuff in the show that I've seen a lot of people talking about that doesn't necessarily sit right with them, and I'm not a person that can speak on that or have an opinion on that, because it's more of, like, things that just I'm not as educated on, but that's just a whole other issue with the show, and I'm curious to see if, like, among all of this controversy not Taylor-related, Taylor-related with other things going on in the show... If it will get picked up for for season two.
0: Yeah, it should be interesting to see. I feel like the whole situation is just kind of, like, negative in, like, every aspect. Just, like, from the joke to, like, the hate Mm -hmm. to everything. It's, like, who knows what's going to happen, so. Yeah, it'll be Did you like the show, though? Like, what are your opinions? So,
1: I did watch the whole show the day it it drops. I kind of watched it before hearing other people's opinions on it. Not that I wouldn't do something because somebody else told me not to. But I thought it was fine. I definitely went into it being like, Oh, this is probably gonna be like Gilmore Girls. I love Gilmore Girls because it got totally it love totally Gilmore got Girls. pitched like it was Gilmore Girls. But it is not. It is really not like Gilmore Girls. It did keep my attention enough to be like, oh I'm gonna watch the next episode. I'm excited for my day to be over Second Lane, better watch the next episode. But overall it definitely like isn't the best show I've ever seen. And I think that's just a problem with streaming shows in general with how short of an episode, how short of, like, a series they're given. Like, 10 episodes is not a lot of time, I think, to tell
0: No, stories. the days of, like, 20, 20 episode seasons are gone, I feel yeah, like.
1: Yeah, like, I feel like the concept of the show in relation to
0: what, like, the concept of the
1: show is more about, like, the mom running away from her past and the daughter finding her footing in this new town and everything totally could have been stretched out for 10 episodes and I would have been way more into it. I'm stretched out for more than 10 episodes. There's only was ten it? episodes. I think it could have been stretched out for more oh, than okay. 10 episodes. And I would have been, like, way more into it. I feel like things just go so fast-paced in 10-episode shows. Okay, it either goes really fast, where you're like, why is all this happening? We're only on episode two. Or there's, like, a filler episode, and you're like, why is there a filler episode? That's pointless. You only have 10 episodes yeah. of your story. Like, why are you using a filler episode? So it's kind of, like, in between. But I feel like yeah,
0: well, it was a fine show, but... I clearly missed the Taylor remark because
1: I want to turn that shit off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that it was towards the end of the show. So I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, we'll see. I probably won't watch it. Not because of the Taylor thing or anything. Just because I don't really wa- have to watch TV that often. But mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah, I ended up catching the clip on YouTube. Because so I was like, they really said this? And con- <laughs> context of the scene, I guess, in heat of the moment, a line like that would make sense. And people definitely say okay, that like, in, like... Okay, but, like, in the- real
0: life, I would never say... I mean, maybe because I'm a stan, but, like, I would never say, like, oh, you go through men, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, I would never say something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I feel like
1: that's really weird. But people that don't like Taylor stuff would totally use her as the butt of the joke. And, like, nobody would say anything because they're not being recorded on camera. But it's just the fact that it was recorded on camera and it's going to be broadcasted to a national audience and they still put the line in is, like different than if you just say it in your living room like you knew what you were doing when you were writing that line
0: yeah whatever i feel like it's a whole thing it's time to move on to some more positive news so if you've listened to our show before me and carolyn did a special folklore episode a couple like when folklore came out and we were gonna do another one forevermore but we just honestly well I me personally, but I think both of us just could not process Evermore enough just because it came at us like we were so blindsided by it that we never oh got God, around to doing it. it. But we thought that today would be the perfect chance since there's not a lot of pop culture news going on. And since Lexi and Gabby were busy today, we decided to do a Evermore episode at Woo-hoo. the end of this episode. I'm so excited. So yeah. So, anything you want to mention before we dive into, like, the favorites and stuff? I don't know.
1: Okay. I want to... Mm, I don't know what I want to say. I... Mm,
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, I, you can tell we're not okay.
1: Yeah, I honestly don't know how to even start this.
0: I love this yeah, album so much.
1: I Okay, maybe I will say I, I think I like Folklore better than Evermore, but they're sister albums, so it's like I can't really pick a favorite child, you know?
0: yeah and i guess before we dive in should we talk about the theory real quick that there is supposed to be a third album which is still unconfirmed so we don't know but what do you think about that how do you feel there's mixed opinions i feel like about this so how do you think like would you want a third Mm -hmm. album what do you what do you feel obviously
1: i would love more taylor swift albums i'm never gonna say no to a new taylor swift album but i do think she's never done two albums that are essentially the same let alone three so I feel like third one might have been overkill and kind of... Like, I think Folklore was, like, big, big hype. Everyone was like, oh my god, I can't believe she did another one. But I feel like the third one would be like, wow, she really did another one? Yeah. Like, I feel like it wouldn't get as much hype compared to the other two, and I like that the two of them are just, like, sister albums. One's black and white, one's in color.
0: Yeah. One is I kind totally of agree. more, like,
1: young love. The other one's more adult love. One of them's definitely more, like, winter and fall and the other one's more like spring summer
0: Mm -hmm. like i think it matched up
1: fine i feel like a third one would kind of make it unbalanced even though i would love more taylor music
0: i would be really curious to see like what it would be just because like the different vibes and how it Mm -hmm. would continue but i do agree i just feel like i had such a hard time processing *Evermore* because i was still (sighs) processing folklore that i feel like if we did get the third album I just could not be okay. I mean, I would be okay because all the music would be so fire, but I just can't imagine it. And I don't know. I don't think she would either, especially now that the re-recordings are starting to come back out. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, I don't think she was ever going to do a third album because she knew her re-recordings were going to be coming out.
0: Yeah, But exactly. there's also,
1: before we get into Evermore, there's also news that she's already crafting a Taylor Swift 10, like a 10th album. I'm like, does this girl ever sleep? I don't think she sleeps.
0: It's gonna be. Uh, I just can't even. I, she's been working so hard, like that. She's like literally trying to make up for that year she took off because she just knows, it like it's time to get back. It was like it felt like an era.
1: Oh my god, it was so long. But also now she's on her new record label. I think she has way more freedom to be like, I'm just gonna release this album because I wrote these songs and less, like, less organ, not or- not organized, but like less. Structured like you have to do this, 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 and this before you can even think about wanting to make an album. Now she's like, oh, I made an album, and her record label was like, yeah. Okay, let's put it out.
0: And she's just so much more established, and like, yeah. there's not like so many hoops to jump through, and so many hoops to jump through, mm-hmm. like you would if you were a new artist. You know, just yeah. like you said, like once you're an experienced in your field, people take you more seriously. Mm-hmm. But so should we jump into Evermore? Yes okay so So do you want to start with your favorites sure like top three you can say as many as you want like whatever your top songs are i mean i think we both have to say that we both love the entire album so they're like all our tops but here we're just picking favorites for fun because why not okay
1: my favorite favorite from the album which i'll echo later when we do go into our rankings is tolerate it it is my favorite song and it's like the most heartbreaking one on the album definitely it's so good I literally love it so much. I also love Ivy. Such a good song. I think off of my first listen, Ivy was my favorite. And oh, then, really? Yeah, and then my second favorite off of my absolute first lesson was Tis the Damn Season. But now having it be established like three or two, three months, Tolerated is a 100% my favorite. I don't think it's ever going to leave number one on Evermore for me. I
0: love it. What about you? <laughs> So, are you not going to say the your third? Oh. I also like long story short. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I agree with you that upon my first listen... I was just so shook by Tis the Damn Season because I wasn't expecting her to write like the hometown love story, you know, like the holiday hometown love story. Like I didn't know that that was coming. Like I never would expect her to write that. And like when it came on, I don't know, that song just hit. Like that was my initial like favorite. Like I loved it. I was obsessed. It is so good. And then my second favorite, which really just hit me more for like a personal level, with like losses in my life that I've had like within the past few years was Marjorie I thought that was such a good song that song like when uh, during my first listen like I cried like I I have photos of myself just crying (sighs) on my bed in like in the dark because it's that song I wasn't expecting that either such a beautiful song with her Mm -hmm. grandma's vocals in the background like it's so good And then just another one that I don't really have a reason for, like, loving, but I just really, really like it is Dorothea. Like, I just think it's such a good song.
1: (laughs) That's my my sister's favorite.
0: Oh, really? Go off. It's just a fun, like, happy song. Yeah, I like it so much. Okay, so I guess now we'll dive into our favorite lyrics. I think we're not going to do all of our songs, all of the songs like we did last time just because if we did this episode, it would be like four hours long because we'd just talk forever. <laughs> but I think we're going to go into just some of our favorite lyrics from our favorite songs, but feel free to mention any other songs you want to because like all the lyrics are obviously just amazing.
1: Yes. I think the first lyric that we both agree on is the whole bridge of Damn season. 1,000%. 1,
0: 1,000, 1,000. Yeah, it's so good.
1: Also, this song is about Jess and Nori from Gilmore Girls, and you can't change my mind. I love them. Stan. It, li- it literally is. It's totally about Jess and Rory.
0: Wow. Gilmore and Girls bridge, again. It just all comes
1: around. The bridge around. especially. The bridge is literally about them. So there's this one line in this song. And yes, this is a Jess and Rory song. I've said that like seven times. But this one line reminds me of Pacey and Joey from Dawson's Creek. And it says, I won't ask you to wait if you don't ask me to stay. Because for those of you who haven't watched Dawson's Creek or if you have watched Dawson's Creek, Pacey bought Joey a wall to paint on for her art and she left it blank and he was leaving for the summer and so he painted ask me to stay because he wanted her to ask him to stay that line just reminds me because he's like i won't ask you to wait if you don't ask me to stay he's like "Ask me to stay that is really cute yeah the rest of it's about is about jess and nori because it's like i'll write books about me if i ever make it wonder about the only soul who can tell which smile i'm faking the warmest bed I've ever known. That's my warmest favorite line. The warmest bed lyric. Rory has ever known is Jess.
0: Yeah, Stan. <laughs> that is my favorite line, too. The to leave oh, the warmest bed line. I've ever known is so good. But yeah, the whole bridge is just so good. Like, I just, when I heard that song, like, I said, immediate favorite because it was just so good and I just wasn't expecting it.
1: I know. I I don't know what I was expecting when it came to the track list out. I was like, tis a damn season. She's doing like another Christmas song, like Christmas <laughs>
0: farm? We literally all it thought was it was totally a Christmas song. No, the opposite. No, It's, the it's hometown like I'm calling love my school friend to
1: like hook up with him over Christmas. <laughs> like, no,
0: and I feel like so, so like there's so many movies made about that and just like I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. So just like for yeah. her to actually write that I was like shook. I was like this is not that I that's ever happened to me but that's what I needed this. I live in my hometown <laughs> <Do you? laughs> so like I, I'm not leaving so <laughs> I'll leave one day maybe. But okay. I'm going to Australia. What's your link s- for your for tolerate
1: it. What is your favorite lyric? Again, I'm a sufferer for the whole bridge. I think when she sings, like, you made me, oh, I made you my temple, my mural, my sky, now I'm begging for footnotes in the story of your life. Yes. is so good. And then the, like, post-bridge chorus, I think that's what it's called. She says, break free and leave us in ruins, took the stagger in me and removed it, gained the weight of you, then lose it. So good. Is so good. It just hits. I don't know how to explain it. It just, like, personally resonates with me, which no i don't know personally resonates with me i don't know it just resonates
0: within me taylor just makes you feel feelings that you don't know why you have but you just feel it you know yeah she's my therapist that's that's what this is about (laughs) exactly no literally her music is just so good and this song is really really sad i was actually just listening to it before i don't remember when but i was just listening to it a few hours ago and it definitely hits all these songs hit as i said they're all so good But I'll go and... Do you have any other lyrics you want to talk about? Those
1: are just the two I wrote down, but... Hold on, I'll go to our
0: old list. I'm going to talk about mine really quick while Carolyn's looking at hers. So, obviously, Tis a Damn Season, I already said it was to leave the warmest bed I've ever known. And then for Marjorie, that was my next favorite song. Well, honestly, this is like... They're both like top two. And my favorite Mm -hmm. lyric is obviously the whole song especially the bridge it's so good but then I also love at the end when she says if I didn't know better I think you were still around I know better but I still feel you all around I thought that was so cute just because you know like when you lose someone like you just want to imagine that they're still there with you all the time so I thought that was a really cute Mm -hmm. lyric and like for a long time I couldn't listen to the song without crying but it's still like my favorite it's so good and then I'll say my Dorothea, like this whole song is so cute. I just love it. It makes me happy. And yeah, this my really cute. fave lyric is, it's never too late to come back to my side. The stars in your eyes shine brighter and too below. Such a little cute line, you know? My
1: favorite line in Dorothea, I just pulled it up, is when she sings, um, if you're ever tired of being known for who you know, you know, you'll always know me. Yes. This is so cute.
0: Yeah, it is a really and cute song. No matter song. what shit's
1: going on in your life, no matter what people receive of you, like you'll always know me. Exactly. You know Olivia Rodrigo, obviously. And you know her no, best. Who? never heard of her. <laughs> and you know her best friend, Iris Apateau? Yes, I love Iris. Okay. I love well, Maud too. Yeah. I didn't know she was in Euphoria. I also didn't know they related
0: or her that and they were. Are the children of like the Leslie show. Mann. I didn't watch Euphoria. No, but her um, We are Sydney stands. Sydney and Maude are sisters on Euphoria. And Maude and Iris are sisters in real life. Yeah, Yeah. Iris is so pretty. She's so cool. There's so many like such cool like young Hollywood children right now that are like
1: Mm -hmm. pop
0: out to pop off. They're so cool.
1: But Iris bought Olivia for her birthday. I don't know if you saw one of them posted it. This locket with the picture of them in it, and then that lyric from Dorothea: "You'll always know me."
0: That's so cute. cute.
1: Like I want to be part of their friendship let's get Lockins and save that Karen. Yeah,
0: let's do it that's actually <laughs> really really cute to do that i would love that actually and yeah. that's be really cute i didn't see that but i i hope they sew up i really want to see that i don't know if i follow iris but i think i'm going to because as i said i think she's really really cool <laughs> i'll send you a pic i think olivia might have
1: posted it on her story so it's probably gone but it's definitely circling on Twitter. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure channel. I'll find
0: it somewhere. <laughs> That's such a cute lyric. Yeah, I know. People are always posting in, like, the Facebook groups that i am in, like, the Taylor ones. Like, what's a Taylor code I can get, like, for my, like, neon sign or whatever, my art? And it's, like, there's 4,000 lyrics you could get. Like, they're all so yeah, good. Yeah, I know. Get all of them. the neon room. Okay. Any other lyrics you want to mention before we get into our rank?
1: I mean, there's definitely lyrics that, like, resonate with me, but I just can't think of them off the top of my head right now.
0: Yeah, I know That's how I feel. If there is... Whenever the next album comes, we will do a oh. whole in-depth episode again.
1: I like this lyric from Gold Rush when she says, in the coastal town we wandered around had never seen a love as pure as it. I think it's
0: cute. That is really cute. Uh, this album is just really, really good. If you haven't listened to it, which I'm sure if you haven't, you wouldn't be listening to this, but you should go listen to it. All the songs are really good. The lyrics are amazing. Yeah, she's a lot of good imagery in this album, which I obviously appreciate. It left me some good imagery. I completely agree. <laughs> so now we are going to jump into our rankings of the songs. Obviously, take this with a grain of salt because all the songs are good, as we said. And yeah. this is always changing, but I think like, we really both struggled with like ranking the songs. It took us a really long mm-hmm. time to do it. And like even now, I feel like it still is probably wrong for me, but it, we're we just putting it out there. We also not
1: tell each other. What our, we, don't, we each don't know what each other's ranking is, so it's going to be a surprise for us.
0: Yeah, but, we're blind okay. reacting to each other and I'm really nervous because Carolyn says she has a very strong <laughs> opinion for her bottom. So I'm very nervous. We'll see. It might be controversial. I'm scared. <laughs> okay. Do you wanna start off then or should I?
1: I think you start. Oh god,
0: I'm Are we so nervous. Oh, we're gonna go nervous. from the bottom up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or should we I don't know, should we do bottom should we do top down? We did down up last time.
1: I think let's do Down Up. Okay. Because then I start thinking
0: about, like, oh, my God, what's her number one song? Okay. Okay, so we're going to go into this. I don't know if this is controversial, and I don't hate this song, but I'll specifically mention why it's at my bottom after I say it. So my number 17 is closure. Oh, gosh. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay, here's my reason, and it's, like, a completely, like, random reason that's, like, that like, if this person didn't point it out to me, I probably would have had this way higher on my list. But in one of my Facebook groups, I was scrolling Facebook one day randomly, and this girl posted, I don't remember what group it was in, and I don't remember who it was, just a random stranger on the internet, said that she didn't like tolerate, uh, sorry, she didn't like closure, oh, because oh God, <laughs> she didn't like closure, because if you notice in the background, that I might ruin the song for some people, there are a lot of beeps, like a ton during the entire song there's just beeping and I never noticed it until she said it so the only thing that I hear now when I hear this song like I can't stop hearing the beeps in the background and that's like the main reason why I like struggle to listen to this song even though like I do listen to it still it's just like the beeps are just there like in my head and like they don't go away.
1: You're, like, literally going to ruin this song for me. It's not close to
0: my bottom at all. Oh, no. See, like, that's why, but, like, this girl ruined it for me, and I'm sorry, I just had to put it out into the world. I'll still love it. I just, I love that song. Yeah, no, like, I still listen to it, but I just think, like, damn, these beeps are, like, really popping off in the background. Okay. your number 17. I'm so scared. Oh, gosh. My number 17 is Tony Island. Oh, okay. No, I'm not.
1: Like, that's okay. Okay, cool, cool i've seen people like ride or die coney island and i'm like it's my number 17
0: people pick a random song to ride or die all the time you know
1: that's true i don't hate this song obviously i think all of her songs are beautiful and i actually really love the bridge of the song and how she kind of references all of her past relationships and admits her faults and wrongdoings and stuff it's a very nice cohesive track but i don't know why i think it it just doesn't like hit me when I listen to it. I'm like, oh, come on. Do you Island's think it playing. has to do
0: anything with the feature on it? Because I feel like that's why it took me a while to like come around on this one. Or do you think Maybe. it would still be the same?
1: I like the National, but when like their verse comes on, it always throws <laughs> me for a loop. And I think that might be why, like, it's so
0: low on my list. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could be a main reason why some people don't like it, and I. That's why I think that took me a while to come around it too, because like I didn't really care for the song at first, but then after a while, like I did and continue to like it.
1: The bridge is actually one of my favorites on the whole album.
0: I love it because, like but, as you said, all the relationships in yeah. the past. That I think that's what really made me like the song.
1: I actually do like that song because of the bridge. And I saw this thing where it says, you know how Taylor sings part of it and then National sings the other part of it? Yeah. So he sings the parts about the relationships where, like, she's been done wrong. hmm So it's, like, the guy singing to her. And then all the verses she sings are where she did the wrong thing in the relationship. Yeah. Like, how when she says, when I walked to the podium, I think I forgot to say your name, mm-hmm. about Calvin Harris. Yeah. He's that whole situation <laughs> and but like he sings all the other ones like he sings a line associated with john Mayer. they mm-hmm. paint your bluest skies the darkest gray and i love that things. line like yeah i'm like that's such an interesting like portion of the song to include and it's very thoughtful to be like okay you're gonna sing these specific lines and that i just thought it, it's a very good song
0: but it's just 17 for me so yeah like. 17 is number one in our hearts always you know what i mean like there is just there is yeah they're all number ones always okay Okay. So then I'll go into my 16. I don't know if this is controversial or not. Like, I'm a little worried now, but happiness is my (laughs) number 16. Okay. How do you feel about that?
1: (laughs) Um, Happiness took a while for me to grow on. I thought it was kind of boring when I first listened to it, but I like it now. So it's it's a little bit higher for me, but not too crazy. Yeah, it's just like whatever. My number 16 is Evermore.
0: Okay, yeah, I agree with that, too. It was, like, I definitely liked Exile more than I liked Evermore. A lot more Exile was yeah, like one exactly. of my top. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think Exile is much better than Evermore. But I, the reason I rank it 16 instead of last is because I find myself singing it for, like, random reasons. And I think the lines are, like, really emotional, which I like.
0: Yeah, and I think I'm it still, is a really pretty yeah. song, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood to hear, like, the Bonnie Iver part. Like, no offense to him, I yeah. really like a lot of his songs, but I think sometimes his part just kind of, like, I'm like, damn, like, I don't know if I like this, you know? Yeah. And I do, like, I, I do just, have a lot of songs by him that I like, but sometimes, like, I'm just not in the mood to, like, listen to his part.
1: hmm I did use a lyric from the song in my last Instagram caption, so clearly I don't hate this song.
0: <laughs> we don't hate any but. of the songs.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: But that's just what my 16 is. What's your 15? My 15 is It's Time to Go.
1: Oh my god, same.
0: No way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like from the bonus tracks, this one just didn't really hit for me. Like, I don't know. I know a lot of people like, like, my friend liked this one more than the other bonus track. And for me, I was just like, no. And I don't know if it's because somebody illegally uploaded, like, the bonus tracks to Twitter right before they came out. So, like, I got to listen to them. But I only got, I listened to the other one more because... Like, once I, like, was on them, they got deleted. But I was in the video, so it didn't mm-hmm. go away yet. So I listened to it a couple times before, like, I got deleted. So I think maybe that might be why I like it more than, like, I like this one. But I just an okay song. Like, it was fine.
1: I actually liked this song better than the other one when I first heard the bonus tracks. But obviously, after listening to more, I definitely like Right Where You Left Me more than It's Time To Go. hmm So, yeah. And... But there are some parts in It's Time To Go that really hit. Like, when she sings, he's got my past, present behind glass, but I've got me. No, I love that line.
0: That's such oh, a good line. I love
1: that
0: line so much. I do love that line. And then I'll go on to my number 14. I don't know if it's controversial either. I just... This song just never really hit for me. It's Cowboy Like Me. <sighs> oh, gosh. Is it high on your list? I
1: love that song.
0: Really? I don't uh, know why. For yeah. me, like... When I listened to this, like, I think if we would have done the rankings immediately after we, like, when the album came out, this probably would have been, like, my number 17. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Now that I listen to it more, it has grown on me a lot more, but it's still not one of my, like, favorite favorites.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people definitely didn't like Cowboy Like Me when it first came out. I think it's slowly, like, climbing the ranks of people's lists, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's still, like, a... Either people love it or people hate
0: it. I don't hate it. I just feel like I need to listen to it a little bit more. But when I mm-hmm. first came out, I definitely didn't love it at all. And what's your number fourteen?
1: My number fourteen is Willow.
0: Wow, really?
1: I feel like it's pretty low. That is pretty but let me low. Explain. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like the song Willow, and I think it's really fun. But just compared to the rest, I feel like it doesn't do anything special for me. It's a fun opening track, puts me in the mood to listen to Evermore. Yeah. In comparison to the one on Folklore, I think the one is better as an opening track, mm-hmm. but I still like Willow and I listen to it and just vibe with it, but it do- doesn't, like, hit me, like, the rest of the songs, so that's why I have it so low.
0: I feel you. Okay. So then, my number 13 is Evermore, uh, for obvious reasons, as I said, but mm-hmm. number 13 is Taylor's favorite number, so, you know.
1: <laughs> my number 13 is Happiness.
0: Okay. Justified, I feel that. Yes. Apparently, though,
1: I saw, like, this theory that this song is about her best friend, Abigail.
0: Really? Which
1: makes me sad.
0: Yeah. I didn't hear that. I have to go. I mean, I will be honest. I feel like I've been so off, like, the internet the past, like, since the album came Mm -hmm. out. So I feel like I'm, like, with Folklore, I was so invested in every single theory with this album. I just really didn't have the time for that because I, like, just jumped into, like, so many other things. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. My dog's coming downstairs. Yeah, I heard
1: it. I heard it was about Abigail following her recent divorce or I don't know how recent it was, but she is getting a divorcer. It's divorced and people scrolled back on her Instagram and a couple of her captions have the same lyric relation to mm-hmm. lyrics and happiness. So people think it's about that.
0: Well it could be because as Taylor said, like she was writing like with these two albums, it wasn't just her perspective, but like from other people. Yeah. So yeah, that I is really personally,
1: sad. I personally relate this song to Stefan and Elena from the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> okay. And then. It just feels like a Stalina song. That's so funny. why I like it.
1: Because I didn't like it in the beginning. And then I'm like, wow, this feels like Stefan and Elena. And I was like, I gotta like it now.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. So my number 12 is Coney Island. And I think we both said why we okay. like it and like why it's not higher. Just because it's a good yeah. song. The bridge is great. And what's your number 12? My number 12 is Dorothea. Okay.
1: (laughs) I actually had it higher, and then I started being like, oh, I feel like this might be a little bit lower. This one's a little bit higher. I don't know. I think it's a cute song, and I feel happy when I listen to it. It just feels like a very warm song, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, I don't know. I guess it doesn't hit me like the other songs hit me, similar to how Willow was. I heard a theory that this song was about Selena Gomez. Oh,
0: that's interesting.
1: Which is interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. I feel like it makes sense. Yeah. interesting. (laughs) Okay. I'll send you the link to the theory. (laughs) Yeah. I need to read that. Okay. So are we on 11? Yes. My number 11 is Long Story Short. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I really like, I really, really like this song. Like, I love the lyric where she's like, long story Mm -hmm. short, whatever. Like, it was the wrong guy. Like, I like that because like, you know. It was the wrong guy, but, you know. <laughs> What's your number 11? My number 11 is Gold Rush. Okay. I that.
1: Again, again, I have this on higher because I've been in a Gold Rush mood, but I feel like overall it's, it's, like, fine where it is. Like, it makes sense at number 11 to me. Mm-hmm. I think I would like it better. Uh, I don't know. There wasn't no like, killer bridge in it, which doesn't, like, mean it's a bad song, but I feel like the chorus was repeated. A little too much i think I, I agree with you but i do like how it starts and ends the same i like when people do that in songs yeah and like the
0: echoey sounds the beginning and the end. i really like those yeah it is a good song okay and then my number 10 is right where you left me okay
1: mine's not far from you but my number 10 is no body no crime
0: wow really i feel like that's <laughs> low Yeah, it is. Is there a reason why? I feel like there's no reason, rhyme or reason, for any of these. But yeah,
1: (laughs) I don't think there's like yeah, I don't think there's a real reason for it being low. I definitely jam out to it every single time it comes on. Mm -hmm. I just love a good song about like murder and a heist and all that stuff. And you love a
0: story. It's like the story is good.
1: Yeah, I love that it's a story. Yeah, I really have no reason for why it's at number ten. Yeah, it just it
0: it just is what it is. Yeah, like I don't know how to explain it. I did want to mention get tighter to the top. It's hard. Yeah. Right where you left me, my favorite lyric from this is she's still 23 inside her fantasy because unfortunately for me, I will no longer be 23 once Friday comes and that will probably be my, thank you, that's probably (laughs) going to be, if I post a photo, that's probably going to be my caption because in my heart, even if I'm not 23, I still will be because I have a fear of growing up, but we don't have to get into that, but yeah, that's (laughs) such a good lyric
1: yeah i love that lyric the whole i don't even know if it's considered the bridge or if it's part of the second verse like the second verse outro but the whole part of like the 23
0: and a fantasy yes. we're supposed to be like it's just such a good just, song like you just like she's really just good. there like forever she's stuck because she can't get out you know Mm-hmm. okay the
1: song reminds me of wanda from wandavision oh i haven't seen that i haven't seen it either <laughs> what but <laughs> seen it either but I like noticed about it's
0: just you're she, so funny because I feel like you don't watch <laughs> things but you just know yeah I do
1: um but yeah it's just about her creating these fantasies so she doesn't have to face her real world and I feel like that's maybe I should
0: about. watch it then because that's basically what I do it's the Pisces in me
1: <laughs> it's really yeah I want to watch it too people say you shouldn't watch it if you don't Have Marvel background, but people say just watch it because it's a good show. So I think I'm just gonna watch it.
0: Yeah, just go for it. Okay.
1: But the first like five episodes or something, she envisions it's like a different era. So it like recreates different classic TV shows.
0: Wait, that sounds really cool. I'm actually gonna look into the show because I like I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. So I'll look Mm -hmm. into it. What streaming service is it on? Disney Plus. Okay, we don't have that, so we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My number nine, nine, which feels, like, a bit low, but, like, well, yeah. hold on, I'm going to switch. Okay. My number nine is be <laughs> <V> Gold Rush. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I think any, we, just, we said reason? why. No, just because, yeah. like, it's a good song, but, okay. like, it's not, like, it's not on my top tops. Okay,
1: fair. My number
0: nine is Marjorie. Okay, that's fair. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't like the song. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a lot of people who, like, don't love it, and I don't know. For me, it just hit because just personal reasons, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it hits. I think it's really one of the sweetest songs she wrote. And I like that it, on the track list, it pairs up with Epiphany, which she wrote about her grandfather. Yeah,
0: that's really cute, I think that was
1: such, like, a nice, like, sentimental touch to have on both albums. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's just, it's, like, middle of the track list for me.
0: Yeah, okay. And now we're on number eight, right? I,
1: yeah, wait, back to, wait, back to Marjorie real quick. People, I don't know if you follow like, editors on Instagram or if you save edits, like, in folders on Instagram of, like, people making edits of, like, characters or TV ships or whatever? Um, I don't think so. Not that I know of. Oh. Okay, I do that all the time. <laughs> um, but people edit characters that have, like, died in their shows or something to Marjorie where it's, like, the lyrics or she's, oh, what's the lyric? Oh, what died didn't stay dead? Like, you're still alive in my head. Yeah. Like that whole thing, people Amazing edit to lyric. characters. It's so good. People edit that audio to characters that have like died in T V
0: shows mm-hmm. and they hit. They hit so much. Oh yeah, it gets self. real emo. When someone dies in a TV show, yes. it just it hurts. My sister is
1: like how do zombies say this? My sister is an editor. <laughs> 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 and she made me she made me a Stefan Salvatore video to Marjorie for my birthday. No, and it hits. It hits. It's hard. I'll send
0: it to you. I I want to see this. Wait, do you? Is she gonna want me to edit this out? She doesn't listen to this. Okay, we'll keep it in. (laughs) She doesn't have to know. If she ever confronts you, we'll know why. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. So now we're on number eight, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So my number eight is tolerate it, which feels low, but like it's because it's such a good song, but it just had to go Mm -hmm. there, you know. There's no rhyme or reason. It just had to be there.
1: I know. As it gets closer to the top, I'm like, it's here because I wanted it to be. No,
0: exactly. It's like, you're (laughs) going there and like, it means nothing, but you're just there. What's yours?
1: Mine's right where you left me.
0: Okay, good. Wow. I'm glad you like it. I feel like, I I don't have have a lot of Taylor Stan Stan friends to talk about this with. So like when my one friend was like, I don't really like it, I was like, ouch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it hits and people don't like songs you like.
0: (laughs) No, exactly.
1: Okay, what's your number seven?
0: Okay, my number seven is Champagne Problems. (gasps)
1: mine too okay oh
0: wow i thought you were gonna like yell
1: at me for being low even though it's not low because people say it's like the best song in the album
0: no i love this song and like i really liked it when i first listened to it but like just like i said like it just belongs here because it does like it's not my top top but it's definitely not bottom at all
1: yeah the bridge is really good
0: yeah i love the bridge that's what makes the song
1: yeah yeah the bridge makes the song (laughs) I literally associate every song with like a TV show or something. But this song reminds me of *Blind Manor*. Did you ever watch that?
0: No. What is that? Is that the scary um, one? Yeah, that's why I don't watch. it. I don't like scary Haunting shows. Of *Hill
1: House*, but they don't go together at all. But the song reminds me of the character in, ha- in *Haunting a Blind Manor*, Danny. For like the brief moment she like turned down at a proposal, but I just think of her as this song because it feels like an old. It feels like an old school kind of song. Yeah. And
0: Fly Manor was set in the 80s, I think. Oh, interesting. So I just pair the two of them together. Well, if I ever stop being a baby, I'll watch it, but I just don't watch it because I don't want to watch a scary show.
1: <laughs> the second one is not as scary as the first one, I don't think.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I have like a billion shows on my list to watch, so I don't know when I'll ever get to any yeah, of them. <laughs> okay, number six.
1: Okay, My number six
0: is Closure.
1: Okay, Why? High up. It's high up. People don't like this song. <laughs> I don't know. When I first listened to it, I was like, why is she banging pots and pans everywhere? Because that's literally what it sounds like. But the more I listen to <laughs> and it... And the beeping. The more I listen... Oh, God. Now it's going to be like my number 17 time to hear the beeping. The more I listen to it, I just love it. I think the lyrics really hit. Favorite lyric? My favorite lyric from that
0: is...
1: Hold on um, when she says don't treat me like some situation that needs to be handled yeah that's a good one is really good and then when she goes i know i'm just a wrinkle in your new life staying friends would iron it out so nice that's my favorite guilty reaching out across the sea that you put between you and me
0: that's my favorite lyric from that even though i put it yeah. last on
1: my list it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah like when she's like guilty guilty I just that.
0: yeah My number six is Willow again. No reason, just it's number six. Did I say sixteen? I meant six. Six. No, you said six. Okay, good. But yeah, Willow (laughs) just is. I really like it. I think it's a really cute song. I love like the music in the back. Like it's just a really cute song, and the music video was so cute. We didn't talk about the video. What did you think of the music video? I like the music video. I like that it's a conti- like music video is a continuation
1: of the Cardigan music video. Completely and there was agree. And there's a theory about it, how she's walking into the golden woods at the end, mm-hmm. which represents Fearless, which is the first album she was recording. She's walking away from her past with her man, with Joe. And moving on to the re-recordings, reclaiming all of her stuff, and starting with
0: Fearless. Yeah, it was so that cute. Was a I saw. And she looked so beautiful in the video, so I really, really like the video. Oh, I yeah, wish she I would do more music videos, but like we didn't get any more for Folklore, and I don't think we're gonna get any more for Evermore, which is okay. But I would like a, like one more. It's fine.
1: I know. Okay, wait. Question: want The Nobody No
0: Crime. <laughs> okay, if you could pick like a music video for any of the songs, which one would you pick it for?
1: I feel like it would have to be. No body, no crime. I feel
0: like that would be the funnest. Because it'd one. be a badass music video.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: Yes. Did you say your number six? <laughs>
1: yeah, it was closure.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so my number five is Ivy. Five.
1: Oh I love Ivy. Mine's a little bit higher. But mine's Tis the damn season.
0: Such a good song.
1: Yeah, they're both incredible songs.
0: So no reason just I Ivy's such a beautiful song. Like I just love that song. Just like the description of like the Ivy and like how it like relates to her. It's so cute.
1: Mm-hmm. And when she says, oh, God do my pink bits in the palm, the palm of your
0: freezing hand.
1: hand. Ah, love that part.
0: So cute. Okay. Uh, my number. My singing, guys. Yeah, I don't think any of us are good singers, <laughs> which is, I'm, I think I'm definitely the worst. I have such so a bad sad. voice. So yeah, Same. sorry, apologies, but I can't do anything about it. <laughs> uh, my number okay. four is No Body, No Crime. Again, just a badass song that makes me feel good. Yeah, that would be a bomb music video. It would be so good. Uh, I, you know, like, I wish she would give it to us. We're probably not going to get it so like, don't get our hopes up. But, like, if we were to I get know. one, it would have to be No Body, No Crime. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: My number four is Cowboy
0: Like Me. Wow, that's she's, super she's high. There. Damn, that's she literally, mine was literally 14 and yours is four. That's crazy. <laughs> Why? I, I have, a, yeah, I was going to say I have a reason.
1: So when I first listened to the song... I was like, ah, uh, it's okay. It goes on for a really long time. Yeah. And then my sister said something to me and it flipped the switch. Again, it's about TV. <laughs> <laughs> my sister listened to it because we listened to it together. And she pulls that on it and she's like, this song is literally about Dean and Cass from Supernatural. And I was like, what? She's like, it is. She's like, it is a Destiel song. Listen to it again. So I listen to it again, and now every time I listen to it, I think of Dean and Cass from Supernatural, mm-hmm. and it just makes sense. Like, I feel like when you listen to something and you have a vision of what it's about, even though she obviously didn't write about Supernatural, yeah. <laughs> I think it just resonates with you a little bit more, which is also why I, like ha- I liked Happiness more, because I associated with these characters. Yeah. I think I like Cowboy Like Me because I associated with these characters. And it's also just an underrated song, I feel
0: like. It's just like a. It's a very smooth song. I think it definitely is underrated. Like I feel like I don't hear anyone like really talk about it. Yeah, I like it. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Top,
1: so top bad material.
0: now getting into our top three, which I feel like are a little bit obvious, but um, yeah, I like we talked about it briefly. My yeah, we could have done this first, but it's fine. My <laughs> number three is Dorothea, just because I think it's such a cute song, and I just I really I don't know I really really like this song for some reason. Like I don't have a reason. It's just like I just do like it.
1: Fair, fair. It's a good one. My number three is Long Story Short.
0: What is that for me? Okay.
1: Yeah. It's just a fun song.
0: I like it. I really like it, too, even though I put it lower, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay. What's... Number two. You go first. Is Ivy. Okay. My number two is Ivy. Great just song. Hit. This is my
1: favorite. Yeah, again, favorite song, first listen. It moved down the ranks one after three months, but it's still up there. Mm-hmm. Great song.
0: Yeah, and my number two is Marjorie, although I feel like, and honestly, I feel like it could be number one. I don't know, just because it really hit, but I put it for number two for some reason. Why? I don't really know, but I really, really like it. As I said, it's like the entire song is my favorite. So yeah, what is your number two?
1: My number two is Ivy.
0: Oh, sorry. I just blanked. Okay. (laughs) So what is your number one?
1: My number one is Tolerate It. I think I said that before. Wow. I... I just love this song with literally my whole heart. It's Mm -hmm. heartbreaking. I went on a whole... I went on, like, a one-week streak of this is, like, the only song I listened to. For no reason, because everything in my life was going fine. (laughs) But (laughs) I was like, I have to listen to Tolerate It every single day. But I think a reason I like this is because, again, I associate it with a character. But more so, I associate it with one of my characters that I'm writing. Ooh. So, yes. So, you know that script that I want to, like, the movie I want to write, the 1920s one that you and Gabby are going to act in? Yeah. We're going to be stars. So, it's based, yes, movie stars. So, that script, I'm not going to spill my whole plan here, but that script was inspired by Illicit Affairs off of Folklore, which is my favorite song of Folklore. Oh. And then I kind of assigned the two main girls different songs. So one of the girls is Ball, also on Folklore, and then the other girl song is Tolerated. Oh, sad girl hours. I know, and it just hits, and it just, I honestly didn't even, haven't written the full script for this, but the second I, like, flushed out the characters, I was like, this is her song. And I just associate the song with that script that I'm writing, and it just makes it feel very, like, whole and full, and I
0: love it. I'm really That's excited to read I'm really really excited to read your script.
1: I know I need to finish school and make it through my thesis project. <laughs> but <laughs> that script will be written by the summer. I'm like 100% sure.
0: I can't wait for you to send it to me. I'm very excited. Okay. And then all in this off with my number 1, which again, I like I said I could have made this my number 2. They could either easily be flip-flopped, but tis the damn mm-hmm. season. This song just really hit for me. Like, this song just makes me feel feelings that I don't have, like, yearn for memories that I know that I don't have. Like I said, I can't relate to this song in any way. But just listening to it, it just makes me feel like I can. Just because, as I said, like, I think, like, it's seen so much in TV shows and, like, a lot of people do go through this kind of thing that it just really hit for me. And it's just kind of also, like, kind of like with Dorothea, how it's, like, someone who, like, got away from you, kind of. I think that's what really hits for me. So,
1: yeah, it's very it's a very nostalgic song, even if, like you said, might not have experienced the exact situation. It feels nostalgic and homey. And I think that's why it hits a lot of people.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love that song so much. Uh, But I was going to ask you, even though you just said it, what like now that we have moved on and we have like had a little bit of time to live with folklore. What is your favorite song from there? It's still Lucid Affairs. yeah that's was it my number one when we did our thing you have oh you don't have the rank because we never put them up i don't know i don't remember what my rank was i don't have it up anymore because i probably I deleted it. it down somewhere hold on but i could probably find it my favorite song from folklore i don't know if it was my number one either i don't i might have been but my number one is august and i think i said this before but it oh, was yeah. my most listened to song in 2020 and i'm obsessed with it like i literally still like it might be my most listened to song in 2021 too unless something else comes out because Mm -hmm. it's just so good and it just makes me so happy and i made my mom listen to it because all i listen to is taylor swift and my mom's favorite taylor swift song is style by the way if anybody was curious but she was (laughs) like really yeah because i always put it on and i think it's like I, i literally listen to that song so much but I, she was like, no, put style back on. And I was like, no, listen to this song. And I listened to August and she was like, yeah, that one's cute. I like it too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, oh my God. Okay, I guess I didn't write it down in this book. Okay, I honestly don't remember what my number one song was on Folklore.
0: I don't either. I don't either. think it was
1: an illicit affairs because I think we did it like the week it came out.
0: Yeah, and things change so much. Like, I feel like this yeah, rank is going to change. Yeah, on me. Yeah, exactly. Well, anything else you would like to add before we finish off this episode? We should do this again when
1: she re-releases Fearless.
0: Yeah, <laughs> in I want Fearless tracks. No, literally, that would be so funny. It would actually would be really fun because, like, you know how people do the like podcasts where they go and watch old shows and they talk about them. Yeah. Like, why not? Because it's like I don't think I've listened th- to um, Fearless like from the beginning in forever. You know what I mean? mm Hmm. So we'll, we should do that. We'll think oh. about it
1: my favorite off of folklore in the first listen was um, last
0: great american dynasty oh yeah duh amazing song
1: yeah that's my second one out. It got bumped just like ivy did but they're still up yeah there.
0: okay <laughs> yeah they're all okay, so good remember, and funny. we hope that you enjoyed this episode shout out to all the taylor sands who listened to this and we will hopefully I'm be back watch. next week as a foursome And, yeah, that's all we pretty much have to say. I think that's it. Have a great week, and I'll see you when I'm older, unfortunately. Or fortunately.
1: Next time you guys hear from Karen, she will be 24. Yeah, (laughs)
0: shout out to living, giving away my age. Ouch, it's fine.
1: (laughs) Okay. We have to find something to, like, associate with being 24, and then you're going to love it.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I'll find something. Like how people love their 22nd because it's, like, a Taylor Swift year. Exactly. That's literally it. Like, I, now so I never need, should have turned 23. need to 23. find something with 24. Yeah, Taylor needs to write a lyric with the 24 in it, and then I'm going to love being 24. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so we will see you next week. Follow us on Instagram at the 20-something experience. Subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll see you. Bye. See ya, bye.